Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Digital Masters Podcast. Today we have on Justin Simon. He does content and SEO at TechSmith, a video recording company, and they run a huge YouTube channel. We're gonna be getting into why distribution of your content is so important, as important or more important than actually producing the content itself. So let's get into it. Hey Justin, hey, thanks for being on the show today. Really appreciate you being here, man. Yeah, glad to be here, man. Yeah, so I saw a post that you did just a few days ago you were talking about uh, distribution being king, talking about why it's important. You were talking about how your team actually gets together in huddles before you put together a podcast, a webinar, a video, whatever it is. And you guys really talk through uh, what you're going to do and how you're going to distribute it. And I kind of want to go into that conversation a bit. But before that, you know, just just tell me, like, from your perspective, it's like, why why is distribution so important? And wh- how are people kind of falling short on that front? Yeah, I think to me, distribution is so important because as content creators, as marketers, as business people, the pressure is to, and the post was kind of framed around this idea of like content isn't actually king, distribution is king. And so that's kind of what my take was on that. And I think that's the truth where, you know, if you, if, if you spend all your time creating, 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 but spend little time distributing that or, you know, distributing that content and sharing that out, um, what you end up doing is not getting the most out of your effort. You're actually making your job harder in the end. And so that's one thing, especially as I've started to build up, you know, my team and, and how we do content is this idea of like, why are we always working so hard? <laughs> it was just that yeah. idea of like, man, I feel like I'm just, we're constantly creating new stuff and making new stuff, but we just made, you know, this post or this thing two weeks ago, two months ago, even two years ago, in some place, in some cases, we'll go back and look at content. We just did that where we put, we looked at content that was five years old and just update a little bit. And it's brand new to a brand new audience, um, you know, yeah, that, and, and, and didn't have to reinvent the wheel to do it. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and it's just, I think what it takes is like, people have to be like a little bit thoughtful. They got to carve mm-hmm. out the time. Uh, but it has such a big impact. And I can relate to what you're saying because I've been in that situation too, right? Like I just became this massive creator and then I was just like, I'm just leaving all this stuff on the table. Um, it was actually funny. I saw a post the other last week. I didn't comment on it, but it was like they were kind of bragging about how much they said, we, we produce so much content, we can't distribute it all. Mm. And it was kind of a subtle brag, but I was like, actually, doesn't that mean you have a distribution problem? <laughs> there's right. something that's not something like there's something to fix there. It's something to think about. Well, cool. So, so then you guys, I, I thought this was so cool because you, this is what, this, this is what's required. People have to sit down and just have a thoughtful conversation about how they can use this stuff. Um, cause it, once you dig up, once you start to talk about it, it all unfolds. You're like, Oh, I could do this. I could do that. I could do that. So take me into that conversation you and your team have, like what's, what's the, how does it start? How does it flow? And then, um, I'll ask you some questions as we as we kind of dig through that. Yeah, I think for us, and and that's part of it too, where you've got this idea of it could be this, it could be that. You know, when I put when I've been posting about distribution over the last couple of months, every time, inevitably somebody asks me, "Well, what's your distribution plan? What's your plan? What do you guys do?" You know, and what I always tell them is it is it's the answer nobody likes, but it depends because it even depends for us. Are we talking about a blog post? Are we talking about a thought leadership blog post or one we're trying to go after for organic? Those things are very different. A podcast episode versus a webinar could be very different. What are, what's the purpose right. and what's the goal? And so understanding the goal of that content is, you know, first key. But then for us, 
and, and this is where, again, there's nuances like what works for you? You know, you're on TikTok. I'm not. So like <laughs> I, it wouldn't make sense for me to put a TikTok line in there, but it might make a ton of sense for you to put a TikTok spot to distribute that piece of content, you know, right. or some people might be really, really big, um, you know, doing doing YouTube and that might make a ton of sense. Uh, so yeah, you should definitely, if you have a big YouTube following, that should be a, a key pillar of your distribution process or big posting on medium or, you know, Quora. or there's different, there's tons of different avenues. The distribution is limitless. Maybe you have a giant email, uh, you know, list that you can send to that would make a ton yeah. of sense to add into your distribution list. It's just, I think it's less on like s pure science or like you must post three times on Twitter each day. And it's more so you know, just starting, come up with a, that's what we did. We just came up with a basic framework of like, there is no playbook. That's what I tell my team all the time. There is no playbook for this. We made it up. <laughs> so if we need to adjust And actually that's it, probably the best way to do it. Cause it, yeah. That, Cause if there is, then you're kind of copying somebody else. And like, that's a recipe for disaster in marketing, right? It's like, yeah, that's what people do, right? You see somebody successful. You're like, Oh, I'm going to emulate that. And then by, by, uh, it, now you're literally not standing out because you're you're just copying somebody that's a little further behind. Yeah, you're not looking and into that, what, what's working for you and your audience as well. And that so. person already has the experience and probably is moving on. And yep. you're copying like their their trails. Um, yep. Well, let's let's try to make it like specific. So like you guys run a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So talk me through your your distribution plan yeah. on how you guys do it. I know I can do it my way, but mm -hmm. like... How, how does Justin and his team work it through? Yeah, yeah. So we have a podcast, The Visual Lounge. We go, and, and that always starts with a live episode. So we base our, we even base our podcast off of a live. And that that's every Thursday at oh. 2 p.m. And so we go live. So, every, so tell me that. So you, you, you go live and then the podcast is about the live? The, the, the podcast is literally the live edited down. Oh, I gotcha. So, so yeah, we, we take, we take our live show, get it cut up, edited, and that becomes, um, that becomes the podcast. And so it's dual purpose. So we get to go live. We get to try to drive people in with a live show. Um, and right. we, we formulate the live show in order to, to do well, both in video and audio. Uh, so there is, thought... yeah, you mentioned that. So you have segments. Yep. So there's thoughts, there's thought, but behind it, usually, usually our live on Thursday is an interview. And so we will we'll interview a thought leader in the space or somebody um, internally, um, and so that's usually set up pretty formulaic with a with a standard. But then or or segments are, are definitely popular if you can if you can kind of set that up with different segments and then cut those out as well. You could even cut those up into multiple episodes if you wanted. Again, there's no there's no playbook to this uh, necessarily, but we frame it up to where then we get the live. We already obviously have the video because we went live. We also have the audio. So then we can drop those both on podcast feeds and on YouTube. Um, and then for, so that's our, that's our probably main of our pillar of our podcast. Then we also have another sort of side shoot off of it, um, which is video workflow. And that's a different sort of offshoot of it where we do uh, three of us break down what it's like to make videos from a expert perspective down to like me who's not an expert at video making i just uh just getting started that's what i love about video now yeah it's like you do all this cool stuff and it's like i'm not a video editor yeah it's like you can really do really cool stuff like yeah. canva like there's so mm -hmm. much cool stuff out there and the cool thing so yeah and and you know so we make a video editor like i'll just say that we make camtasia so you know obviously people yeah. don't have to use it but that's why we create that show is just to help people 
get better at video. That's the whole idea. And we have an actual, right. you know, an actual video editor, Andy, on our team that also jams on that with us. But those ones get put into a, a separate sort of show channel on our website. So we're experimenting in a couple different ways with, with that in terms of like a show channel as well as going on YouTube. But then from there, have, yeah, go uh, ahead. Quick, quick, quick question. Have you heard about the strategy on YouTube where you actually you spin up multiple channels? And you and you create playlists that kind of intermingle between each other. Have you have you heard about that? I have not heard about the interming intermingling playlists, but definitely uh, have definitely heard about the split channels and, and people. And, and and from your perspective, is that just to niche down as specific as you can? So it's just like this channel is like hyper focused. That's what I mean. From my perspective, that's what it's got to be. And I think it's it's interesting. So like we have a pretty big, um, like our TechSmith channel is pretty big. 75 plus thousand people subscribe there it's you know not the biggest but not the smallest either and so but the interesting thing with that is we do sell different products that serve different purposes and so i could see a world where rather than having one ultimate channel you do have multi-mixed channels to try to serve those different audiences better and i think that's probably where those creators or where those companies are getting to but not many companies are doing youtube it's a huge it's a huge missed opportunity I think all this stuff is just so overwhelming when you first look mm-hmm. at it. You're like, oh my gosh, how do I create? And then they're talking about niche and all these different things. It feels like, I just see for most people, it's just, they can't envision themselves doing it because you're not the person you need to be in order to, to do it effectively yet. So you yeah. kind of have to. I mean, I think, and I think that goes back to what we talked about earlier. And this is what I always have to tell myself anyway, which is it doesn't have to be this hard for one. So we're, we, right. we're constantly overthinking what it actually has to be. You know, it has to, I have to do all right. these things to make it work. When in reality, like if you look at our, if you look at our podcast, you know, I, we go live one, once, once a week, that live gets put into a podcast feed. It gets made into a blog post. It gets cut into social things. So that one live, that hour you spent going live. And again, you can hire this out or do it, do it internally, but that, that essentially drives all all of the content that you want to get out there and all of the thought thought leadership quote unquote that you want to put out there just by doing a live show and i think it's cool too because and i've noticed this too already it's like i did my live and i was like oh i don't have to upload any video mm-hmm. i thought that was pretty cool because that's like the, all these little things it's like all these little with content it's like there's all these little rocks in your shoe and when you can take them out and just like run faster it mm-hmm. makes all the difference um, yeah i think it's yeah to me it's more about taking is it's about less about like doing a bunch of big pillars and doing like one or two really good ones and then chopping that stuff up right and that's hard because that 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 makes you realize and here's why i think people don't want to do that it's because you said an important word there it has to be good Mm -hmm. (laughs) like this stuff like people say create content make content commit to content right i do too that's like a mantra but Right after that, it's like then I'm like, okay, now 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 that you're doing this, this has to be really really good for it to do what you want. So focus on one main thing. The more you try to like, I'm gonna do. I guess what the the way to look at it is like I see people bolting on different things. They're like, oh, I'm gonna bolt on video. I'm gonna bolt on SEO, mm-hmm. and then all of these things are like a clunky machine, and mm-hmm. none of them are doing quite what they want. But with you guys and like kind of what I'm doing too is like you have one centerpiece. Everything spins off of that. It has like. Everything has the same voice. Even if you have a different writer come in and, I mean, it's, you're going to need a good writer to mm-hmm. do it, but you, it's all in that voice. It all comes from all of the heart of 
it's the table of contents, the value, it's all there for the person to, to do with, with, with what they need with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And good is relative. I'll say that too. You know, good doesn't always mean, you know, excellent quality or, or, you know, amazing setup or, or right. good to me is, is relevance. That's even one thing like we have in some of right. the, some of the studies we've done, even with videos is people don't necessarily care about how the quality is. I mean, they do to some degree, but whether or not that video or that, you know, if you take a larger context, that content was relevant to what they were trying to achieve is what matters. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you basically have to, you're like, the way I look at it is like your, your content has to transition somebody from one place mm-hmm. to another. Yeah. Either it's with humor, how to information, you know, whatever it is, they have to, their mind has to change states. They, I always say, you gotta make them say, aha, I, like I'm glad that I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and think, then hopefully even share it. Yeah, to me, one of the ultimate like, it's not it's not even a uh, any defined for like any particular company, but or any particular piece of content, but just content in general. Like, I always want the content my team creates or that I create to be so good, someone's excited to see it. You know, we have there are there are very few emails right, yeah. that I get in my inbox. And I'm like, yes. And so my question when I started creating content and started taking over content was like, how. Why, why am I super excited when that company's email lands in my inbox versus this company right, who right. I always delete? <laughs> yeah, people, so, yeah, yeah, people say email's dead, but it's because the emails are no good. Yeah, or social <laughs> you know, content, like a, you know? Why, why do I scroll yeah, past Every time email, I see that, I just scroll past it. Yeah, if you, see a, if you get an email and every week you're like, maybe you don't consume all of it, but you're, at least you're like, oh, that was, that's, that's kind of cool. I'll come mm-hmm. back to this. Like, they're going to open your email. Yep. I mean, so... Yep. So, okay, so just real quick, so what are the the channels you you do distribute your clips to? Like what Yep, we so we're do I mean, right now our clips go on kind of the, you know, the big 4 or big 5 depending on what you do. So we do YouTube, we do LinkedIn, we do Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So we have stuff all over and kind of gets spread out. So you even do your own clips on your yep. own YouTube channel as like a separate playlist, like just clips? So we've, we've tested clips. Um, some do better than others, but typically what we do on YouTube is just drop the full episode. So if people want to, okay. cause we do have an audience there as well. And that's the other thing too, like that I think is interesting is you would think, you know, I'm putting it on the podcast. I'm putting it on social. Why should I put it on YouTube? Like, is anybody, and for us, it's like, we actually get pretty good traction on YouTube of people who actually consume that content. So you just don't know. I think that's the other thing is like, don't be, yeah. Especially if you're, especially if it's just taking an existing clip and you already probably have the description for what you tried to promo the thing, or you have your podcast, like just put it put it on YouTube. It's an easy it's, it's right, an easy yeah, step. Yeah. yeah, the one thing that's interesting about YouTube that you mentioned is like it. I'm surprised. Like I don't get nearly. I don't have. I have like right now. I have like 40 subscribers. So like I'm just getting going. Mm-hmm. But I have gotten business off of my YouTube channel. There you go. Right. So it's Off worth of like it, less than a hundred views. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's worth and, it. And I, and, and I'll also partner with other people go on their webinar and they'll post it and they've got like 400 subscribers, which is that, I mean, that's a lot to me, yeah. but that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. And what, you know, they, I got clients from that. One of my clients, uh, they got 10, 10 new, uh, clients in April, uh, and they only have 400 subscribers and they get like 400 views on a video. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's insane to me. Yeah, totally. Well, well, cool, man. So you're the first one to go through this rapid fire. 
Underrated, overrated, you got to tell me. If you, if uh, I might dig into a, each one a little bit. Love it. This first one's going to be too easy for you, but we're going to start there. So underrated, overrated, content marketing. Uh, underrated. <laughs> uh, podcasts. Underrated. Live shows. Underrated. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's kind of like everybody's jumping on the podcast bandwagon. I think live's kind of that next step. That's why I'm jumping there. Live. And the one uh, thing I'll say too that live gives you, if you do it right, is helps you build a community. You can yeah. get it. You can get it in the comments. Ask have have people ask questions. Yeah. No, I love that. Like people come in and they're like, "Hey," uh, they're just saying, "Hey," mm-hmm. and it just and it just feels cool. You're like, "I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? Yep. Thanks for joining." Exactly. Clubhouse. Overrated. Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't been on it, but never uh, was on it. Didn't even bother. I, I I just don't understand. Like I got the 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 part with the iPhone in the beginning, but like it seemed like it took a long time to do the Android. YouTube, way underrated. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying, and it's so busy there. So I, I think it's cool that people say that. LinkedIn, way underrated. Yeah, I think so too, because everybody's pumping out the same thing. So just do your commit to your own thing and your mm-hmm. niche, and I think you have a huge opportunity. And there. there's reach there without uh, spending money, right? Which is key. It's been all over the place a little bit lately, but mm-hmm. um, reach is. Still I don't know there. what that is about. Yeah, yeah. TikTok. Ooh, I'm going to say overrated, but that's for oh, me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Why, why, why do you say that? Uh, you know, I think partially just out of ignorance. It's not a, it's not a I platform I'm on. So it could, it could very well be underrated. I'm just not educated on that. Yeah, cool. The one thing that I've found interesting about it is that, so like, I've spent most of my time on LinkedIn uh, until now, um, but you get kind of saturated with how content is created on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So the the main thing that I that I the main like thing I grabbed right away was like, oh, I could create content in so many different ways, and that's mm-hmm. why you see me posting my TikToks because I could just I can make like a thirty second video and it cuts differently than than those talking head videos that you see a lot. You know mm-hmm. where that's just like the person like talking to the screen like da 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 da. Yep. Um, so anyways, yeah. I All like right. That. One last question. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I like that. I think those are, um, you know, a, a good pattern disrupt. I think, you know, a lot of social, and I mean, I've even, we've been thinking about this too on our team, like, you know, how do we, how do we start to shake some of that up? Because they're all starting to look the same, just with yeah. different colors <laughs> and different faces. Right. But yeah, like, how do you get that pattern disrupt in, in the feeds and still get them the content? And that was the thing that I noticed is like, well, everybody's doing the square, so this will be vertical it'll have the TikTok logo on there. And I know people are kind of like wondering what TikTok is. So Mm -hmm. I just, I felt like there were some ways to, uh, you know, one other, just real quick, what what I found also interesting is that the content on both platforms kind of performs very similar. Mm. So I've been posting on TikTok and when it doesn't do that well there, I'll post it on LinkedIn. It doesn't do as well. Interesting. And then I've had a couple of on on TikTok that had like 30, 40,000 views. And I dropped those on LinkedIn and uh, got like, you know, 1,500 views, which for me on yeah. video is high for LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, one I thought of those, that was cool. One of the best videos I've ever put, because I post videos all the time, one of the best videos I ever posted, hands down, was a video. And I put it in the feed, but it was shot as like a story where I, walk in, I walked and talked. I actually walked and talked about distribution, oh, cool. content distribution. And it was one of the better posts that I had, because I think there aren't that many as you scroll down the feed that are somebody walking out in their neighborhood with their sunglasses on, just talking about content right. strategy. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the fun part about content is like just having a little bit of that creative mm-hmm. edge to it to make it different. Um, well, cool, man. I really appreciate you being on. Um, I know you had a couple of things that you'd love to share with the with the audience. So uh, how can people get a hold of you and wh- where's the best place to, to uh, get a hold of you? Yeah, you can you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn uh, all the time. So and just search for Justin Simon there. Um, and then we also uh, at TechSmith, like I said, we put out a weekly live show called the visual lounge that's also a podcast so if you're interested in learning how to create images and videos for better communication and helping share knowledge to people that is uh definitely a great show to check out we interview experts all the time and then also every friday we drop video workflow which is just nothing but helping people get better at creating videos um and just having a conversation about it so those also that drops in the in the podcast feed as well or you can check that out at textmith.com slash video workflow Cool. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to get those in the show notes as well. And, um, and I'd love to have you come on my live show and demo some of these, these tools, even from some of your teammates, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. That'd be awesome. Okay, cool. Well, Hey man, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. You came on short notice and dropped a whole bunch of cool stuff. So nice to see you again and, uh, looking forward to, uh, interacting with you some more. Yeah. Thanks man. Thanks for having me on.